Hey guys, welcome back to the Kill Your Gods podcast. I am your guest, your guest, your host as always, Jesse Dram. My guest this week, we are wrapping up Bible Month. What? Can I come in when I'm done? Why? What do you need from me? We're going to try to make a baby? These fucking cats will not eat their food. Anyway, my guest, we're, we are wrapping up Bible Month with the Book of Numbers my guest is Zach Travis, and he is from Alabama, and I am unintentionally having an inflection of a southern accent. I cannot stop myself. Those boys are so musical. Yeah, Zach is part of a coterie of guys, uh, unofficially known as the Alabama Boys. That would be Zach Travis, the guest today. James Ratboy Moss and Jackson Crutchfield. They moved up to Philadelphia from Alabama, a trio of comedians in the middle of covid and they have taken this city by storm. I don't remember his exact plugs right now, but uh, he'll mention them in a second. Check it out. You can come check me out this Thursday at Pearly Bakers in Easton, Pennsylvania. This Saturday at the Al Ann Club in Trenton. Starting next week, I hope you didn't like the Bible stuff because we're doing, we're doing something uh, in very specifically prohibited by the Bible. We're getting into sorcery. Because you're a wizard, Harry. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Comedians are going to read it. We're going to talk some shit. I might call it I Hate Harry Potter, but uh, I honestly do not have enough experience with Harry Potter to really make that judgment. So we shall see. But we're getting back into book territory. We're going to be doing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Please check it out. But for now, check out the Book of Numbers with your friend and mine, the Southern Dandy, Zach Travis. And here we are on the Kill Your Gods podcast, wrapping up Bible month with the book of numbers, the fourth book of the Bible. I really should have timed this out differently so I could have finished the entire Torah, but uh, you know that popular expression, I guess Deuteronomy will have to wait. My guest this week, he is a comedian. He is a very funny man, and I can't wait for y'all to meet him. Ooh, I didn't even intend to say y'all, just kind of slipped in there. Zach Travis, how you doing? Howdy, friends. How are y'all? <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we're going to have fun tonight. I, uh, I'm an expert in the Bible, and by expert, I mean uh, I've read it about three quarters of the book of Numbers, so I, I feel like I kind of get <laughs> the general gist of the entire thing. See, I was interested to have you on, because, wait, 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 Jesse, be a good host. Zach, before we get into anything, if you could hand out your social media handles and anything you have to promote coming up. Gotcha. Uh, I'm not 100% sure when this is coming out. Uh, Mon but Monday. Uh, Monday? All right, great. So, yeah, we'll have plenty of time. Uh, you can reach me across social media, Zach Travis, at, at TugboatSim2019, uh, TugboatSim2019, like a fun video game where you drive a tugboat around and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I'll be having two pretty important shows coming up on uh, August 3rd. I will be competing in the uh, second round of uh, Philly's Funniest at Helium Comedy Club. And then the next day, uh, August 4th, I'll be at Punchline uh, Philadelphia for the Punchline Philly uh, uh, All-Stars show. It's going to be great. There's going to be a whole bunch of folks out there, and I'm excited about both of those. I guess if you want to talk about it, I've got one episode of my podcast, History's Great Mistakes, uh, on Spotify and across a couple of other platforms. I don't know. I've only done the one episode so far. I need to get back on it, but 
you know, I, I love I that. I love that as a premise. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's hopefully we'll get some more on there. I think the great depression is, uh, hefty and it's hard to place blame on somebody for such a broad and reaching thing. Oh, yeah. So we'll if, figure if that you, one out. If you ever get to world war one, I, I am fascinated by the clusterfuck of fucking vegetable oil sliding down the shits of history that led to so many people dead and nothing being accomplished. Oh yeah. That's a, we'll, we'll think, I'm thinking about that as well. I mean, most wars are pretty simple or not simple, but like, you know, most wars have like, Oh, I can blame this and blame that. And that's, that's pretty easy. Uh, But I, you know, you don't want to just always do combat, I guess, but right. Maybe I should probably grease the wheels a little bit on some, some easier, some softballs, but here we are. Uh, when you get there, let me know. So I was interesting, uh, interesting, interested to have you on here because uh, you are known in the Philly comedy scene as uh, you were one of the Alabama boys who moved up during COVID. By the way, I was fucking around on Reddit the other day. And in that fucking around, I found a post that James made like a year and a half ago asking, hey, what's comedy like in Philly? I'm thinking of moving up there. <laughs> I would have never thought, but the username was like Ratboy James, which is kind of a giveaway. Right. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. You know, hey, we're we're up here. We did it. We're here. We uh, it's Philadelphia. All right. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, for all the things anybody could say about Philadelphia, I'll say, uh, Good, good Lord, y'all have opened us with, uh, welcomed us with open arms, and uh, we're sure appreciative of that. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm sure that won't wear off any day now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was curious. I mean, honestly, I'm only going by the stereotype here. But when I think of the South, let alone the Deep South, that uh, that seems to be a pretty that seems to be a country pretty big. Well, not country, though you may have tried. Uh, that's country Hey-o. pretty pretty steeped in the Old Testament, is it not? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Sure. Uh, It's if by that you mean there are a lot of Jews there. No, there's not. I I know about three Jews and uh, I think at least one of them hates my guts, but we don't talk about her Uh, (laughs) anyway. uh, Sure. Uh, I think that there's a lot of steeped in uh, religiosity and especially steeped in the Bible. And I think a lot of people down there use what parts of the Bible they need to, to do whatever it is they need to just turns out old Testament has a lot of that. So they, they pull those up, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child, all the Leviticus stuff that I'm sure y'all went in depth in, uh, previously and shoot, they'd probably pull some of this number stuff out too, if they could, but good God, if anyone it's such can a get boring chapter, <laughs> if anyone can get through this, like more power to them. I, I, I would have, I would think religious scholars would be like, where's that from? That's from numbers uh, chapter 30. Like, Oh, I didn't No, That's I don't yeah. worry about that. That's that was too hard <laughs> to get. I'll just skip to whatever is next. I don't even know what is next. Be funny. Like, well, Deuteronomy is next, but it'd be funny. Just, oh, like, good. Biblical scholars across the board. They, they just consider numbers to be like the last Jedi of Bible books where like everybody, sure. agrees, everybody agrees you're better off if you skip it. Hey, so don't worry about it. It's a lot. It's, it's, it feels like it's the book of the Bible for accountants. I think that's exactly. really yes. where, we're, where we're looking at. Mm-hmm. So before we get into our deep dive, tell me, what is your, we were talking about this before. What was uh, your personal upbringing with religion and your understanding of religion? Gotcha. Well, uh, originally, like I'm from, Alabama, and if you know anything about the South, you know that it is the land of uh, Southern Baptist. I mean, they got the whole church named after them. 
honestly, I was raised Southern Baptist. I was in the church, Southern, Southern Baptist, but my religious upbringing is all kind of wonky because my mother was Catholic growing up and I was originally baptized Catholic or what I assumed to be Catholic considering there were so many crucifixes around. I don't know. I was really young. Uh, and I was baptized Catholic, but then we never went back to a Catholic church for some reason, probably for the best, actually, mm-hmm. uh, considering how young I was. Anyway, uh, so, and then we moved around from church to church to church, and it was just like, whatever, I don't know why. I won't go into it about my mother, but she's I, I, maybe, I, maybe not the most uh, agreeable person, uh, and uh, apparently the the Baptists put up with her enough i don't know maybe she maybe it was just hit a different thing go ahead that that is something i've heard in the south and the midwest that is so completely alien to me but there is a concept of like church shopping like moving to a new area like well you got to find what your church is going to be let's go let's do a little sample platter let's see if they can wine and dine us who who wants us the most i I could see that yeah i i guess i didn't realize that wasn't a thing because that's literally all i've ever done (laughs) uh and, you know, we, we hit, there's like a giant ultra church, a mega church in uh, Alabama where I'm from uh, that's Methodist. And we went there and that didn't work out. I don't know why. It seems like you get lost. And if you're one of, you know, 2000 people, like it just like, oh, it doesn't matter, but not, not a big deal. She apparently got kicked out of a church for doing the sign, which I'm only Ooh. vaguely familiar with. They said like, hey, we don't do that here. Y'all don't come back like something like that you know, a million different stories about why, but yeah, we eventually settled on a Baptist church and I went there and then, you know, I would go and hang out and mostly just kind of sit to myself. I don't think people do as you know, how being a child is. Uh, and I don't know if you could tell by this mug and, uh, uh, whether or not I was one of those, uh, cool kids. I wasn't. Uh, and, uh, (laughs) and, and, uh, yeah. And then it was, you know, basically like, I don't really have any friends at church. I don't really have any reason to be at church. I, no, I, I will have works. you know, I, I am picturing you as a child, and I am still picturing the mustache. It, I cannot make it go away. Lord, I probably had more friends if I had the damn mustache back then. <laughs> you could have bought him beer, absolutely. The amazing mustache-growing boy. He's only 11, has a full handlebar. Like, that's, I'd, shoot, I'd, I'd be way more famous than I was right now. Um, cut. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> any, uh, but like, uh, what do you call it? Uh uh, the, the church never like grabbed me right mm-hmm. I, even the whole time like I, I specifically remember one and i'll probably you know let you go on the, or like move forward on this one but i remember very specifically sitting in church listening to some sunday school about how like some of these people they just like felt it one day they were just like that's it i'm i i, I know the lord has me and i'm i'm beloved for you know all of that they felt like this like enveloping warmth and that's when they knew they had to get baptized and never felt it Never felt it in my entire, like, never felt the connection, never felt like something different. Like, when you get called, you get called. And I was like, all right, I, I guess I'll just kind of keep. And then, I don't know, I got to college and I just, like, didn't care anymore. And so I stopped going. Right. And of course, everybody goes to college, everybody reads like four books. And then, like, they're like, oh, it's, maybe there's more. And then after that, it was just kind of like, meh. And then it really didn't help that my dad was never really a big religious guy. I've literally, I think mm-hmm. I've gone to church with my dad like twice. Mm. ever and that was i thought it was weird at the time too so i i even had the thing where uh mother's family is religious father's family is religious but my father himself was not religious so he would actively pick me up from ccd which is like catholic school if you don't go to catholic school 
and would pick me up as a child and be like, oh, what'd you learn? And I tell him about Adam and Eve, et cetera. And say like, yeah, it's all horseshit. Just let you know now. <laughs> all horseshit. Don't tell, don't tell your mother I told you that. But yeah, no. I, uh, I I never got the it's all horseshit, but I just got the the knowing acceptance of like, yeah, don't I don't care. Like none of, none of this matters. Like we just go to go. Yeah, uh, it's what it always felt like. And then uh, mom's still a big believer. Dad probably doesn't. I don't know. I don't ask him about what he thinks much anymore because mostly he just tells me about the Guy Fieri episode that he just watched. Uh, and uh, I, and at this point, man, I could really give a rip. Some people call it atheism. I call it like, man, I ain't got I ain't got time to think about it. Exactly. I'll think about that on my deathbed, like like a true Catholic should. In my in my regard. It's funny you mentioned that about the whole like, oh, I just felt the call inside me. I always remember uh, the documentary Jesus Camp, which I believe was with some kind of Southern Baptist convention. And they're talking, the, the woman who runs this particular little camp is running to, talking to a bunch of like young kids, like 10, 11, 12. And I asked like, oh, when were you saved? And this one kid said, uh, when I was five, like, I just felt there wasn't enough to life and I was missing something clearly like a fucking grandfather poking him with a fork say it like you know <laughs> church, yeah i just looked that up they those were pentecostals those people are crazy uh, even the I've baptists had, are like whoa listen buddy yeah pentecostals are out of their mind we've had two pentecostals on this month i didn't know i knew two <laughs> pentecostals but That's what wild. do you know yeah yeah uh, they they take it real serious mm-hmm so let's get right into the meat of it. Like I said, anytime you have anything to comment on, we can stop and comment on it. I'm going to cue this up now because I have a whole fucking bit planned here and I don't think it's going to go well, but we're going to try. So numbers, God is in the tabernacle. He's uh, talking to Moses. They're hanging out in Sinai. God tells Moses, take the sum of all the children of Israel. Grab every man over 20 and go to war as Aaron's armies, a man of every tribe, Everyone, everyone, head of the house of his fathers. Let's meet the big boys okay. of the tribe of Israel. <laughs> this already isn't working for me here. From the tribe of Reuben, Elizer, a hotshot ex-con looking for one big score before going straight with his old lady to Mexico. Of Simeon, there is Shilomil, a loose cannon with nothing to lose. Of the tribe of Judah, there is Nishan, Vietnam vet and demolitions expert. Of Naphtali, Ahira. Not much is known about him. Some suspect he may be a Canaanite that's worked his way to the inside and will betray them. Of the tribe is Sheber, Mr. Pink. Okay, all right. Doesn't tip <laughs> and only looking out for himself. And of uh, tribe Zebulon, B.A. Baracus, who pities the fool but does not worship at the altar of Yahweh. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I am never doing a bit like that again. <laughs> I see my YouTube numbers. I know it is not going to be enough to really justify any of that. This is this is gonna be great. Uh, I say I say we do the whole thing. Uh, let's just write the script. Let's write the uh, the let's do snatch again, but this time. You know what's funny for all? It's, of it's just Quentin- everybody's getting counted. That's it. This is. <laughs> for all of Quentin Tarantino's historical revisionism, he has not gone back in time before the 1800s yet i would see a tarantino bible movie Ooh, just <laughs> jesus out there licking mary magdalene's feet or something <laughs> is there is a sign get... on my cave that says dead canaanite storage That's oh my god 
Jesus. Uh, get Paul to come in, drop a Paul, like uh, Quentin Tarantino starring as Paul, <laughs> who just yep. drops an unnecessary n bomb for no reason. <laughs> like yeah. he's going to look up the racial slurs of the time and make sure to overuse them. Good God, I swear. Well, those the wine movies, those movies are fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we get some God rules because yeah. For a guy who gave us Ten Commandments, it does seem like every other page he's got to drop a ton more on us. Yeah, um, he's, he's still all about it. Yeah, uh, lepers can't hang out with everybody else; they have to be outside of the tribe. Just a cleanliness thing, probably good. All right, um, yeah, but let's 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 start there. I mean, like the whole the whole shtick of numbers. The first thing is like, hey, Moses, what's up? Jesus or God or whatever? You don't know what I'm Jesus yet. You don't know who that guy is. Don't worry, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Anyway, he comes to Moses and he's like, hey, count everybody. And then like the first thing the Bible says after that is like, they did it. And like the story's over. Don't stop. Like, that's it. We're done. Yeah, we don't. There's no more. Like, and then he count. There's no like trials, tribulations. Like Moses just counted everybody. Okay, cool. Awesome. Great. But like what I love is that this first rule, the lepers aren't allowed to be Mm -hmm. in the camp is just shoehorned. Halfway into like, we're going to still setting up all the tribes, getting everything ready. Mm-hmm. God, maybe make sure to listen to God, like blah, blah, blah. And then like one person, then it's just like, okay, quick, quick aside. Uh, don't let lepers in the camp. Oh, yeah. As if, I guess if it was a problem already, like, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like strange book reading. Uh, maybe God has a little bit of AD Dave. Maybe Moses. <laughs> maybe Moses. Actually, you, you know what I think it is? I think God is probably a babbler. So as Moses is writing okay. all this down by hand, which he somehow knows despite literacy not being a huge thing at the time, maybe he's writing down all the numbers and he's like, oh, fuck the lepers, the lepers. All right, forgot about the lepers. And, yeah, uh, don't, uh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and the next one, women suspected of cheating are put to a test with oil and grain and uh, forced to drink a bitter solution wherein if they lie about cheating, God will make their stomach swell and their thighs rot yeah gross what (laughs) let's let's see also that rule is not if there's not only not if they are caught cheating is Mm -hmm. it just their husband's like no i'm pretty sure yeah suspected of cheating and it's also it's also a jealousy thing for the husband so if they go through all this but either way we talked about this in the last episode that no matter what happens here if you trespass on anything when you're done the process, you need to slit a lamb's throat just to be safe. Oh Lord, so, they're ki- like they're killing lambs and bulls left and right in this mm-hmm. son bitch. Oh they're, my God, they're wandering Everything- the desert. <laughs> they have no stable food source, and they are killing just livestock killing. Just left and food- right every day. Oh my God, and the yeah, the abdomen do? swells. Like what's gross about this bitter water is that like it, if you read it, you, you take the water. And then you just take a bunch of dirt from the temple and throw it in the water. And they're like, all right, drink that. Which is like, okay, that's not too bad. Dust and dirt. That's, that's not awful. Like, I guess that shouldn't work. But then you got to remember, like, the temple is where they sacrifice all of these animals. Hundreds, like, oh, a God. day. Slaughterhouse and conditions. It's just, yeah, it's the ground of a slaughterhouse, basically. Not to mention everything burned and goop and, like, mm. just left there to rot, I assume. So this is actually, like probably a terrifying experience like i have to drink a bunch of old ass blood now okay Mm. wonderful perfect Uh, yeah no my my womb will swell yeah it's my womb i'm sure is what's (laughs) swelling up god forbid you end up with a suspicious husband 
Yep. So it turns out, do, don't. And also, of course, doesn't go the other way around. Husband, nope. there's no rule for that. Uh-uh. No, there's not. There's not even like an addendum like, I guess the women can. No, just nothing. Yeah. What if the women's cheating? Well, too bad. Yeah, they, they, they could, again, cut a lamb's throat just to be on the safe side. But other than that, you know. Jesus. Um, also. A, a lot of what we learn in Leviticus, I, I, I'm going to hell for all of this, but just how like fancy God is. Like he needs the Ark of the Covenant designed oh a very God. specific way. And right here, we, we stop for a second to say uh, God needs trumpets blown a special way before yep. you can enter the tabernacle. Also, there's a cloud above it at all times because he is fabulous and knows how to make an entrance. Um, I just like constantly, I assume they're constantly burning something or that God is just hanging out as a giant cloud. He looks like, uh, I guess God is a lot like Galactus in the first Fantastic Four movie. Just a big old purple cloud. Like, like, oh, it's, who's that? It's like, that's God. It's like, oh, it's a little disappointing. Like, smote instantly. Just gone. Dude, God is touchy. You can't, there there are very legitimate concerns that all the Israelites like, hey, Moses, we've been walking around for a while now. Remember when we were in Egypt? That was pretty cool. We had all the fish and bread that we could eat. I, I kind of want to go back to Egypt. Is that like wrong to say? And it's like, boom, all dead. Everybody who thought that, even even the guy who was like, that's kind of a good, but dead, gone forever. Like families don't even, they like, God is at least like, listen, y'all say some shit, you're dead. But kids, chance number two, they say anything, gone. Their kids, maybe. <laughs> Like they just, he just, he cannot take, he is the thinnest skin of anyone I've ever met. That's a part of it. I mean, you would think if God personally appeared to you, at least enough that like, there's a guy who pretty sufficiently is talking to him all the time. You would think everybody would be like, oh, okay, well that's God. Let's follow him. And yet every five minutes they're like, (laughs) man, fuck Moses. I had like, yeah. Okay. I had to drag blocks all day long back in Egypt. I had a hut. I had a shack. I, I, props. I, and also that like one of the biggest like complaints like pretty early on is like hey guess what buddy no there's i mean we have mana that's great mana is it mana mana i don't know uh but like which is i guess like chickpeas that just falls from the sky i don't know i can't it's there's no kind real of like mush kind of yeah it's just goop that you get to eat but then they're like hey we don't have any meat like meat would be great and then we all have an iron deficiency what are y'all slaughtering cows fool can you have and then there's so many rules like i guess that you just have to give the whole cow there's a whole bunch of really hungry people just burning whole cows like boy this would be great right now the fucked up thing is in leviticus they mentioned that aaron you know go figure nepotism the big guy's brother him and his family get to keep all the meat from it just then okay great I'm sure that's wonderful for the, uh, according to the, like the, the, what is it? Like the nearly million people that are wandering around in the desert. Well, so you get ahead. That's what I had written here is the next thing. Uh, despite being a bunch of wandering Jews, we actually get some of the numbers here. And just of the men, there are 603,550 <laughs> just in the army. <laughs> it's, just, it's a ridiculous amount of people. It's like, guys, maybe stop wandering. You can just settle down and just start anywhere. fucking anywhere. Oh my point. god! Like the, the, six hundred thousand. Like what, what city has a population? Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. I'll just read this a little bit here. So we find out where this chapter gets its name as they break down the numbers of that generation of the twelve tribes of Israel. 
Uh, we find out the House of Levi will not have to perform military service because they're the priests. Again, that is Aaron's people. Ugh. Did you find anything with that number? Yeah, apparently, according uh, according to this Google search here, uh, uh, in the year of 2021, uh, the city of Detroit has about 680,000 residents. <laughs> you could, so the Israelites are wandering around in 2021 Detroit numbers right now. Oh, well, hold on. Here's an even better thing to put it into uh, context. The population of the entire state of Wyoming is 578,000 people. Just, less, and, than, less than just the men, just the <laughs> soldiers. Jesus. Just wandering around. And like, I think, I think there's some an addendum here that even even the Bible scholars are like that's not there's no way that's true that's <laughs> that's berserk that's and like there's like an addendum like well the way they wrote it and blah 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 but they got nothing like yeah. they're just we're, like we're, oh, also, we're, we're talking about 500 BC where there's like I don't think there's that many people on the continent of I th- Africa I think there's like 40 people in the world they're yeah. supposed to be. <laughs> Um, okay, so God tells the Israelites to set out from Sinai. People murmur against God and are punished with fire. Because again, Damn. God just burned them, just yeah. burned them alive. Terrible magic. He's the manager that fires you instead of giving any warning. Like anytime you have a little bit of a gripe, he just throws a fucking pan of hot fucking oil in your face. <laughs> You imagine wandering around in the desert like oh man i'm sure i'm all about this god this god's gonna like stub your toe on a rock be like ow man man this desert kind of sucks and like bam crushed by a giant boulder just dead god is not having it do not complain or the beatings will continue now, the only one who's allowed to complain is moses who is so meek it's mentioned that <laughs> moses is so com- so upset about the jews complaining he asks god if he will like he literally says like you and I are cool, right? Because, I mean, everybody's kind of mad at me, and I was just, are you punishing me? I've noticed that's kind of your thing. Are you punishing me? I Well, I, it feels a little bit like an abusive relationship at this point. Like, yeah. he's walking, he's looking all around like, hey, I know, I'm not saying any of that. I talked to you, buddy. We're, you and me, we're like great. This. You're not, you're not going to turn me into a giant ball of fire are you huh who's my guy who's my guy god huh i'll go talk to him i'll go talk to him and then talks to like he talks to him all the time he's like guys story i'm talking to god and god said y'all are fucking up so like that's the only answer that moses can give them is like god said y'all are fucking up i'm sorry don't and then they're like well that's not an answer and then the whole city engulfs them into a giant sand pit like they I, just you, get you, you, you know i i'm not an asshole i'm just dealing with the main manager but he says that like you know people are skimming off the top the floors have <laughs> not been cleaned very well and guys it's my ass anyway uh into the oven right now and then and then moses hangs out i don't know it, like is Moses, it doesn't feel like Moses is doing anything other than being the conduit of God. And really, he's really not doing very much other than writing all of this down, I guess. Also, there's that great line somewhere around like chapter nine or 10 or something like that. It's like, Moses was a humble man. And then in parentheses, Moses was the most humble man yep. as, as written by Moses. <laughs> Guys, I was so humble. Let me tell you. Oh my god! I tried anyway. my best for everyone, and By the they way. spit in my face. <laughs> I am so humble. 
make me a golden chariot for my invisible friend or he'll get mad. He'll get mad. Start a fire somewhere. Good God. That that is how we meet him. We meet him at the burning bush. I I remember this was, this is something that was really uh, wacky to me of all the people who are complaining. It's never like, it's ever so often there'll be like a family or like these group of people or like whatever. Of all the people who do uh, all the complaining, there's only one section where the Levites complain. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be hard to believe. I feel like if you're, I, what are the Levites? Do you have any idea who these people are? The Levites are the sons of Aaron and they are specifically the priestly, like these are where all the priests are coming. So they're carrying the Ark of the Covenant. They're putting it down. They're setting up the tent tabernacle around it. And I presume they're doing all like the throat slitting. I, I mean, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. That makes sense. And like, you know, one of the, you could, you can become a, gross. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if you can become a, a Levite by doing a thing. There is like some sort of purification ritual, which is another just. Oh, by the way, here's a random set of rules for doing something, and everybody looks around like, oh, okay, what else? All, all you can be sure is it involves oil and blood and fire. Yep. Uh, and. And then also, like, you know, I, I did some research. The Levites uh, can't own any land. Hmm. So when they get Israel back, when they, like, go back in, th- that's it. Like, congratulations, everybody else gets their peace and gets to make the kingdom. And the Levites are like, well, th- what do we get? And he's like, the kingdom of heaven, buddy. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? Like, uh, we, well, I mean, they, we did all the wandering. And then, like, instead of doing all the fighting, they got to do all the priest. I mean, I guess it makes sense. We they were carrying the heavy fighting, shit but, the whole time. But we get, yeah. Imagine if there were no fights, it was just carrying. And then we're like, we found it. Like, okay, <laughs> that's it. They don't, y'all didn't do nothing but wander. All right. Um, oh, for the first time, we meet Moses and Aaron's older sister, Miriam. I see that uh, she was actually mentioned briefly in Exodus, singing a song after parting the Red Sea. But we learn about her here because Aaron and Miriam stop to talk shit on Moses's new wife, an Ethiopian racist. Oh, oh no. Oh, you seem like one of them into the family. Uh, uh, this is where we have Moses was mentioned as literally the meekest man on earth. But uh, so God is a solid bro. And it's like to Moses, like, yo, they're talking shit on your girl. You can't tolerate that. And like all solid bros, he gives his boy's sister leprosy. (laughs) Moses and Aaron plead for her life, ask her to be cast out for seven days, which she is. Man, talking a little shit like, you know, we're all concerned when our brother marries. uh, It would be so much easier if Ethiopians weren't still a people. So I'm not going to say that. But uh, okay, yeah, that's good. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, We're, we're all everybody's concerned when they marry somebody and they haven't really, you know, probably haven't spent time with them or they have, and they're like, ah, is, and I'm sure cultural differences is kind of weird, but like, Hey, you love who you love. Right. <laughs> but but like, also it's like Moses, there's other shit going on. You're getting hitched right now. Uh, hey, listen, when the love happened, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. There probably is a lot to do other than getting married, but Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, God bless how long the numbers doesn't talk about because Exodus, how long were they out there? Oh, God, I don't even know at that point, because it's in this chapter where they get uh, sentenced to wander for 40 years, I think. So we're not even at like the big one that's big enough that they mention it. They might have been. This might be four weeks out of Egypt for all we know. 
they're putting a lot of rules in. I guess maybe, yeah. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of people die in four weeks if we're talking about four weeks. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, I, but I think that's great. Is again punished with leprosy, uh, and I guess another miracle of seven days. Oh, good, my leprosy cleared up. Don't worry, I'm yeah. back, guys. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh, so I, I had I, I had a question on this topic. Uh, can you remember a time where you hated on a a friend's girlfriend, and if there was any negative backlash for that i personally don't have an answer because i was always the one with the shitty girlfriend that my friend hey, hey. was bring about no i i think i am also in that boat uh <laughs> i every i don't know I, I don't think i've ever like well that's not true no i did have a friend who had a girlfriend who was uh dangerous act, actively he- dangerous like actively broke into his home and like oh. messed with stuff and broke things and we were all like hey you know you can't do that and if uh if miriam was that way i'm not saying anything or not miriam if if moses's wife is, <laughs> is moses of wife unnamed she's like oh yeah moses wife who was yeah she's just she's just an ethiopian i also moses. i i assume because of the setup here he's she's probably one of several sure okay okay uh i don't know if that was the case i could see maybe miriam and aaron be like man he needs some help like he's that's bad but no it's it's, apparently there's not moses didn't deem to (laughs) mention that there were any issues so i assume everything was fine now i I don't know i but wait a second where 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 the fuck did they even find an ethiopian they're wandering jews that they didn't go to ethiopia i don't lord you got me buddy i don't know where the hell anybody (laughs) finds anything out in the damn (laughs) desert like i mean they say desert it can't be the dead. No one could live in the desert, obviously, but ah, whatever. Let me see if I can pull that up because I know it says they are in the Sinai Desert. So here, let me actually do a screen share again. So yeah, you can see on this map that uh, the, and of course the whole thing gets small. Uh, yeah, the, the yellow and orange parts, I believe, are the desert. Which, so it takes up a good chunk of Sinai. I also believe that they are more over to the right, because uh, this area over here with Jordan and Saudi Arabia, I think that's where the Moabs are that we're going to be talking about in a minute. Okay. They, do, they do a little seducing of uh, sure. Some sure. nice, some nice Jewish boys. Oh Lord, we're not even at the, like a quarter of the way through this damn book, are we? Uh, actually, no, no, we're we're almost. The, so much of the end is just like one, two, three, four, like done. Okay, all right. Let, let me put it this way: in my notes, I have four pages of notes, and we are halfway through the second page. All right, cool. All right, great. Yeah. All right, so I, w- I will admit this: this book is very boring. If yes. you are, if you are reading the Bible. Man, uh, Spark notes this one. Numbers, not a lot of fun to get through. No, uh, not at all. There's a lot of counting, a lot of, it lo- It really does. It feels like a lot of secretarial work that they were just like, yeah, 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 we got to write all this down. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, here you go. The rules, there's some rules that I guess you got to get to, but I feel like they talk about most of those in Leviticus. And it's, right. I mean, sure, I like there wasn't a specific rule about not letting lepers in the camp, but I think everybody was kind of like, yeah, yeah, don't, those guys are gross. Like That's don't, just don't let them in. Yeah. Uh, then and then the extra rule of the like, hey, if your wife cheats on you, she could, could she could die. <laughs> Fuck her. Like ah, like, horrible garbage. And then 
uh, just it's just really a big book of like remember pay attention to god do whatever god tells you no matter what all the time or he'll he will fuck you and your whole family sorry that's the that's them's the ropes buddy with fire at that so fire i there's the whole part where the so, like it's one of is it aaron or is it somebody else's family who just gets sucked into like a sinkhole and the oh, whole family we're, gonna, gone. We're, we're, we're gonna get to them we're gonna get all to right them. gotcha gotcha all gotcha right. all right cool, cool, so, cool the israelites head out to the perimeter of canaan uh spies report that the land is rife with milk and honey but other spies say it's inhabited by giants israelites are afraid of giants again that's the by a new Jewish stereotype I didn't know. Controlled the <laughs> banks, controlled Hollywood, terrified of giants. Terrified of giants. Horrible monsters they are. Uh, they refuse to enter. God is so pissed off at their lack of faith that he condemns them here to wander the desert for 40 years because God does not like skeptics. Yeah, I, I read through that bit. And there, yeah, there was only the two. It was Aaron, I think, or Aaron's son who was like, yeah, no, it's cool. It's great there. And then everybody else was like, no, it's scary. We don't want to go. There's we we should find we should just settle here. This is great. It's like, look at all the cows we have, like kind of a thing. Uh, and I can't exactly remember, I guess. Even after the census and after they're like, because I guess with 680,000 people, they looked at the Canaanites and were like, nope, too good. There's too many of them. And then because Canaan must have been fucking huge, must have been damn New York out in the middle of nowhere, out in the middle of damn where was Canaan? Let's find out. Yeah, Canaan had uh, they they had just come out of a depression and a war. So they had a bit of a baby boom going on there in Canaan. Sure. While you look that up, we get a great detail. Uh, An Israelite is caught gathering wood on the Sabbath. So he is rounded up and stoned to death. He just beat the (laughs) Just like that. God's stoked about it. Uh, He also tells the Israelites to always wear tassels on their clothing to remind them of the commandments. I think that's why we have uh, the Orthodox Jews will wear the prayer shawls underneath the shirts. And sometimes you can see the little tassels dangling out of the Mm -hmm. bottom. All because a guy had to gather wood. Yeah, that's pretty wacky. It seems like a, hey, it's, I don't know, it's cold. Can I gather wood? Like, no. Oh, okay. Well, is there, oh, my bad. I did it. Like, is there like a, I got to do like a prayer or something. No, we kill you. How's that yeah. sound? Like, oh. it before the Sabbath. Like, what? Oh, Lord. God, like, is, God, God is snoozing. He doesn't want to have to be looking after you going through the battle. And I think it's like one book later, it says, well, if you sin and you didn't know it, don't worry. Well, there's like a sheep or something you got to do. Yeah. And he, then, he, he changes. He changed his mind then. But I, too I guess, late. like. Too late to save Zedekiah. Or it's just, it was, it's like Jesus with that fig tree. He just like lost his mind one day. Like, God, God take this fig tree. Like, okay, chill. Jesus, like this one guy, uh, he's gathering wood. Do you want us to do something? Like, yeah, murder him. Crush his skull <laughs> with stones. Oh, okay. And like, I, yeah. what do you, do you say no to God? He's like, try to trick God by like, yeah, yeah. So put a melon out and they're like, that's him. Got him. <laughs> Also, you know, it'll be your skull being squashed next. If you're uh, so did you figure out what Canaan was? Yeah, Canaan is apparently all of modern day, what would be modern day Israel or Palestine or uh, mm. just just north of uh, Egypt, west of Saudi Arabia. Let's okay. let's call let's say that wherever, <laughs> because I'm I'm not a, a, a Middle Eastern scholar. If this is even the Middle East, because I'm an idiot also. Uh, so we'll just leave it at that, whereas to where it uh. is. 
so, give you a general idea. Nice. All right. So we get to the fellows you were just talking about. Uh, Cora, two other Jew, uh, Jewish leaders, and over 250 other leaders threaten mutiny against Moses. They are jealous that God speaks only to him. Moses drops to his knees and says, let me take this to the big guy. But he also lashes out at them. And then the two leaders rightfully point out, like, you took us out of the land of milk and honey to starve in the wilderness. God invites them to basically bring, bring him over here. Let me talk. Very like mob boss. Bring him over. <laughs> Let's talk. And while he's talking to them, he opens up the ground beneath them and kills the three main rabble rousers. And then fire shoots out and consumes the rest. I just what <laughs> this absolutely berserk just yeah. i the 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 doling out numbers is a other than the the whole census thing is just a doling out of punishment of people who do not listen to moses which i guess if you take very seriously is why you don't cut your hair and wear tassels all the time sure why not god is god's mad he's gonna be mad and he will stay mad so maybe that's why they counted all the israelites at the beginning of this chapter so we can see just how many we lost along the way by the end or or maybe how little it means to god to throw so many away (laughs) hi look at all of my people throw them into the trail like he's playing with them like the do you remember the scene in futurama where they throw the tiny robots at the th- i don't know it's that's, that's, oh yeah 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 where they're just, just like haha look what i can do like just throwing them into the fire like this is fun uh good god what a oh, that's uh, her niche reference for you i guess that one oh no that's a that's a great sec- one that 10 second bit from that one episode of futurama in the late series that nobody that was- got to watch that was from Beast with a Billion Backs. That's where they're demonstrating that organic matter can pass through the time rip, but uh, electronic matter does not. And they there demonstrate that by throwing a bunch of tiny robots immediately <laughs> to their death. And it's a lot of fun. Hooray. <laughs> it's, I, it's a little bit like the Israelites and God, I assume. I think, I think Bible scholars will that was a That this. was a biblical reference on Futurama. Yeah, sure. So we get a strange test to see which house will remain the priest's by all the uh, leaders of the tribes putting symbolic rods in like a thing to be chosen. And then the next day, Aaron's rod, again, nepotism, like, oh, the leader's brother won. His rod begins blooming with flowers and almonds, showing that God has chosen the Levites. I really only bother to mention that because this rod will be later put into the Ark of the Covenant. It's one of like the three things that are in there. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I was, I was skimming at that point and I was like a rod with the, bloom and then like they just stopped talking about it and i was like okay cool i guess his rod was great awesome and then they just move forward like it's just like that's it it's just it's just a little writing to say it's moses writing that yo my son badass dude god loves that sob that's that's it i guess (laughs) i do like uh the passover rule is that like one like at least one uh like redeeming quality of numbers is the rule that Hey, if Passover is happening, you got to celebrate. Do your best. If you can't make it, hey, don't worry. We'll we'll do it some other time. But Mandatory only, paid time off. But you you got to do it. So if you don't do it, I'll stone you. Probably stone you to death. I don't think there's an actual meat out punishment. But also included in Passover are foreigners who live amongst you. So hmm. if there's a foreigner visiting, you got to invite them over for Passover. God told you to do it. So that's nice. God is like also thinking about, well, I'm not going to make people not eat the uh, bitter herbs and unleavened bread and that one piece of meat that you get, I guess. I don't know. I don't know exactly what's happening. You know what I think this is? I I think this coincides with God's vacation. God's going off to another guy. This is like when when the principal (laughs) wants to go on vacation 
So he makes everybody else like, you know, go like, well, I've worked at a lot of restaurants and one thing you learn is the owner or manager of the place really does not trust fucking any of you. And he would rather shut down the whole fucking shop for a week than yep. trust any of you Cretans not to fuck any, all of it up. I, I could. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, hey, listen, I, I need all y'all to not pray for anything and to just have a good week. Mm. Uh, what about the foreigners? Won't they pray? Like, all right, I'm not even asking. I'm not even answering like weird messages I get on my t- y'all better not call me. None of y'all <laughs> better call me. I am on the beach in Alpha Centauri. Don't call <laughs> me for nothing. That's a uh, that's pretty good. Thanks. Thanks, Jesus, for including us. Uh, I what was it? Gentiles are all non-Jews Gentiles or is yes. it only Christians who are Gentiles? Gentiles. Gentiles are uh, just non-Jews. Hell yeah. Thanks for inviting all the Gentiles to come along with us. We, we, exactly. we enjoy going to parties. <laughs> um, God orders Moses to make plates to cover the altar. There's some murmuring amongst the, apparently murmuring is what they said to complain about it. A lot but of anyway. murmuring, a lot oh, of murmuring yeah. amongst the Israelites. So murmuring amongst the Israelites. So God strikes them with the plague and kills 14,000 with them. So now we are down to like 600. Oh, with no. all the other people, we're down to like 600. With gods like these, who needs devils? That's what I would like to know. <laughs> this is, again, yeah. The, it's just something about the, yeah, particularly with the plague. Aaron is declared by God responsible and equity. Yeah. This is goofy, but sure. Why not? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they bring out the sensors or whatever, and they crush all the sensors into plates after all the people who died and brought out, like, I don't know. That was some shit I read. And, again, like I said, skimming at this point, really have no idea what's going on in this book. Oh, yeah, it, just, yeah. it, it just seems to be like God was mad. God kept getting mad. God killed a bunch of people. Everybody shut up for a while, then they got mad again. So God got mad and killed a bunch of people. And then, bop, 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 there we go. Easy peasy. Well, in all the death we have a notable death. Uh, Miriam dies. Oh at no! Kadesh Arnia. No, not Mir. Not Miriam. She we had don't... such great roles with the having leprosy and then not having no. leprosy and being a bitchy sister-in-law. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, uh, well, rest in peace, Miriam. You will be missed. But, uh, by someone. I don't know. I guess Aaron, maybe. I don't know. That's not his wife. It's just a sister, right? Right. Just sister, but I, I, I don't know. This was also the time. I guess you can miss your sister. That's fine. That's not a very normal thing to do. No, that's a pussy thing to do. They, You're they, right. They couldn't hack it. That's why they died. They were left behind. Boom. Tossed oh. in what I assume to be a, a ditch with fire all in it. Of course. Of course. Is there? Did I read this right? That uh, are we getting to the point like Aaron also dies? We get to that point. We'll, we'll get okay. there. We're not there. All right. Uh, we get now. Israelites. I'm, sorry, guys. Bible spoilers. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's only I, been out for a couple thousand years. My bad if you haven't gotten to it yet. I was going to get it when it got to Netflix. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, all right. Israelites set out for Moab, which is on Canaan's eastern border. The Israelites are pissed that Mo- uh, pissed at Moses that there's no water. They quarreled with Moses and pretty much said, this is a direct quote from the Bible. If only we had died when our brothers fell dead before the Lord, 
which is a very melodramatic Jewish thing to say. Oh, I'm so thirsty. I'm, I was really close to doing an old an old New York Jewy voice. I, I'm going to stop myself right now. I would have been better off dying at my mother's. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we, so there's we, no we water. That one. It's yeah, a very... You're in the desert. There's no water. Like that's that is a legitimate complaint. That's like any leader. Like, hey, there's no water, buddy. Like, and like, what is what does Moses say? Like, you just got to trust God. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. where's the but, water, buddy? Like, where's here's the thing. God comes to the rescue and tells Moses to bang his cane on a rock, and water gushes forth out of it. But God is still so fucking catty about the whole thing right? that they didn't trust him to not let them die at first. He punishes Moses and saying, no, we're not actually we're not going to Canaan after all. And yeah, it's like it, it it's like you're taking a vacation. Like your dad is always like, we're going to go to Disney World. Don't worry. We're going to go to Disney World. We'll go to Disney World. And you're like, OK, when? And they're like, well, soon. And you're like, OK, sure, fine. But and then you just sit around, sit around, sit around. And it's like almost into summer. And you're like, Dad, I'm about to go back to school. Like, are we ever going to go to Disney World? And then he's like, OK, you guys want to go to Disney World? Fine. And he puts everybody in the car and you all drive out to Disney World. And there goes Disney World. And you're like, yay, Disney World. The Travers has been so long. I'm so happy to get Disney World. And then he just passes right by and drives right into the ocean and swims out killing all of you like what why why punish everybody there was a legit <laughs> you said there would be water and then they just didn't have it and then when they were like please god give us some water he's like fine now some of y'all have to die yeah god, god is equal parts like shitty deadbeat dad and like very like unsatisfied girlfriend like yeah cannot be yeah dead. It's nothing is good enough except knowing, like, just never opening your mouth. That's like, there's no, like, help. I'm dying of thirst in the middle of the desert. Can God do something? Fine. If you need to ask Hmm. and then you do something and it's like, great. Thanks for the water. What now? It's like, how about another 20,000 of you get burned to death? How about that? How about we do that one? Well, Zach, I will tell you what now, what now is, uh, despite coming all this way, Aaron, suddenly dies on Mount Hoare. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh, it's H-O-R, so I don't really know how much you pronounce that. Uh, here here in the, the Wikipedia entry, uh, they just, uh, it's, it's <laughs> I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry now, there's just one sentence, and it just says, Aaron dies on Mount Hoare. No background, no, like, oh, because of this or that. Somebody... Somebody on the Wikipedia just does not want to get into. I think Moses also wrote the Wikipedia here. <laughs> yeah. Then my brother died. Oh, how? I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, the book says that they went up on the mountain, Moses, Aaron, and his son, and Moses, uh, Aaron's son, Z-, Z something, went up on the mountain, and Moses said, All right, Aaron, you got to take off all your clothes and give them to the old Z boy. And then he did. And then suddenly Aaron died. Oh, I I believe God gave him the heads up that says Aaron is going to die there. Yeah. And like, how is it? Yeah. And exactly. How did he die? I was like, well, he probably froze to death on the top of a damn mountain with no damn clothes on. How's that? Moses. uh, That's that's not a miracle. That's not just like, oh, Moses just killed that dude. He killed his brother by not letting him wear clothes on top of a mountain. That's I'm saying it. That's my Bible (laughs) hot take. That's my numbers hot take right now. 
Moses murderer. Boom. Got Boom. it. All right. So you can take that one this up to the is, bank. So we don't know what Mount Hoor is. You would think if it's a mountain, it would still be around. Uh, I'm going to type in Mount Hoor. Mount Hoor elevation. It says 2,600 feet, but that's in Vermont. So unless I Ooh, missed. Hang on left, now. That may not be that cold then. Made a left made a left turn at the Aphromites, <laughs> and we ended up in the Granite State. Wait, that's New Hampshire. My bad. Okay. So yeah, Aaron, rest in peace. He is survived by Moses, uh, preceded in death by his sister Miriam. The king of Edom will not let them pass, so they must go around it. We, we get a lot of weird shit right at the yeah. end. Israelites yeah. are bitten by flying snakes for speaking against God and Moses. A bronze <laughs> snake is made to fight off these serpents and literally I, I, cure the venom. I remember this one. This is just, and the the only advice is to yeah, if you get bit, look at the the bronze snake in this thing, you'll be fine. And yeah. everyone was. Look at that. Have has medicine thought about this one for a while? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> it seems like snake bites uh, are pretty dangerous. And yeah, who, need, who, who needs anti venom when you can just? That's actually it's very like homeopathic where they're like, well, you, it, like no, cures look, like. So if you're just killed, looking at it. Yeah, so if you get bit by a poisonous snake, if you look at, like, a bronze one, that'll clear right up. All right. One of my favorite parts... Actually, no, I'll say my favorite part of not a very entertaining book is uh, the Israelites arrive to Moab. The number of males are now numbered around 601,000. So I was right, actually. When I said, like, oh, the numbers are down, we're literally down, like, 50,000 that he mentioned before. And of course, again, just the fighting men, not we lost we lost uh, 80,000 fighting men in the desert somewhere to who knows what. Oh, my goodness. No one no one could tell. And that's not to mention all of the non fighting, the elderly men, all of the women, all of the children who also were just burned. And no, no one needs to count them. Don't worry about that. Nope. Don't count. No. Um, oh, all right. I, I was wrong. We have a little bit before my favorite part. We meet Balaam, who is a non-Jew in Moab. Yeah, I don't know. This, this was just wacky. This is just a total side note. Like, there's yep. three books. What is it? Okay, it's the book of numbers. Is it chapters right. and verses? Yes, the verses are literally like the sentence, I believe. Right. Or right. Like a sentence okay. or two. There's like, there's like four chapters on Balaam and no introduction. Nope. He's just there. Just, by the way, uh, Balaam's here. Yeah. Who's a- that? He's a sorcerer. It's very poor book writing. It just kind of yes. like pops out of nowhere. There's no introduction. You just well, have to go in like, all right, talking about Balaam now. Great. Hey, according to all this, it was supposedly Aaron had a good hand in writing the Bible. Aaron's gone now. So maybe Moses Maybe Moses has been trying <laughs> for years to fit in like, could we talk about Balaam? Maybe he's such a good character. Moses, no. It throws the whole fucking story off. You should take your coat off on the mountain. What? Should... All right, Palab's getting in. Yes. Boom. Got him. All right, Zeb Zebulon, Aaron's son. Don't you? I'm going to write the Bible for a while, but you'll probably get a chance to talk. Nope. Just just Moses from here on out. So we meet Balaam, a non-Jew in Moab, sent by the king to curse the Israelites. God speaks to Balaam in a dream, and he refuses to leave the Jews. God then changes his mind and orders Balaam to return to Moab. But again, shitty girlfriend gets all pissy when he does what God says. This is so funny. Sends an angel to block the way, but Baal can't see the angel, though his donkey can. Since he can't see, Balaam keeps beating the donkey. The donkey 
fucking speaks. Yeah. Donkey. And says, there's hey. Some, there's look. some old school fuck. There's some, there's some Greek magic for you. Like, by the way, Donkey's talking now. Like, okay. Okay. Sure. Yes. Eddie Murphy as Balaam's donkey. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and Bruce says, like, dude, there's an angel. Stop beating me. And I can't, I, I can't even summarize the rest of what happened. There's a yeah, future, uh, there's... Balaam's just like, oh, wait, there's an angel? And he, like, turns around, like, and there's the angel, like, sitting there, like, did you not dude. see me? He's like, oh, I didn't see you. My bad, dude. <laughs> and the angel's like, yeah, dude, I was going to kill you. But that donkey just wouldn't get close enough, I guess, because I guess angels can't move in the mortal realm. They couldn't have just, he have just walked up to Balaam and stabbed him with his sword. He had to wait Ugh. for Balaam to get to him. And this mm-hmm. donkey saved his life several times i don't know i i call bs but whatever i i'm sorry i couldn't see you in the stark nothing of the sinai desert yeah but yeah either balam honestly couldn't see him or he is a good liar i guess it's just like (laughs) yeah i didn't didn't donkey keep going just keep (laughs) going donkey just go They're like, I guess angels are like T-Rexes. If you ignore them, yeah. you, can just, you just keep going through <laughs> If you stand completely still, the Archangel Michael can't see. Um, We're joking. I'm so <laughs> Okay. God's going to fucking throw me into hell again. Uh, <laughs> Bal- Bal- Balan gives out the, uh, a prediction that in a trance, he sees a great warrior that will rise from the house of Jacob and destroy the Moabites. Uh, he also predicts the destructions of the other non-Israelite tribes. Uh, uh, oh, here, Moses orders... All right, this is my favorite part of the whole book. Uh, Moses orders the Israelites to massacre the people of Midian in retaliation for the Baal Peor incident. The Baal Peor incident is a bunch of Israelite men are seduced by Moabite women and they worship their gods because I don't... I don't get you get a little bit of pussy and the only kindly neighbor like, yeah, you know, come down, have a meal, worship my God, have a cocktail. Like, well, I don't want to spoil the mood. So I guess I will bow. If it'll get me, if it'll get me in her panties, let me bow to this like half goat, half lion fertility. God. Sure. Sure. Why not? We're all having fun. I, well, I've had a terrible time out here in the desert. Maybe something good. Ha- oh, look, I live with a group of people and they like me and we have sex. Awesome. <laughs> you mean this there's is- no you mean there's nobody here actively consuming you in fire every day? Surprise. Wowza. Um, all right, this one's a little crass, but still. Uh, so from your personal life, can you think of the worst thing you ever did to get a little bit of action? I will give you mine while you think. Sure, I've got to think about that one. I was uh, in Wisconsin. This was a little bit after my dad had died. I had not gotten laid since my dad died. And uh, we were, yeah, me and a bunch of friends were visiting somebody. It's 2 a.m. at this bar. And this girl I was not attracted to who was, I'm not going to get more specific. I was not attracted to, uh, basically just kind of hoofed it at me, convinced me to go back to her house. So I did, but... I was the drunkest one. So they sent like my friend to go along with her. My friend was, my friend was also the sexiest amongst all of us. Long story short, I sexually assaulted myself in one room while he had to fight off the girl's roommate all night long to the point where literally she got up to use the bathroom at one point and he locked her out for the rest of the night. 
So nice. wasn't, even, wasn't even anything terrible I did. I was just a bad liability to my friends. Gotcha. Well, that's, you know, hey, that ha- I can't think of a damn thing. Uh, I don't it's know. If you're, you're, know. A, you're a better person than me. And this is how you I just don't know about this, but uh, old Zachy boy, but he does not get a lot of action. So it really is not like it's it's I probably would do some bad things if uh, the 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 time ever presented itself. But so far. I'm a okay. No, it's all about it's all about it's all about the story you tell. Not just about the story that no one wants to read, which is like the book of numbers, which would be my my sexual life is a lot like the book of numbers. Not really a lot going on. Maybe some rules. Six hundred and fifty thousand, Zach. And then, and then a, and then a bunch of stuff that's just like, what are we talking about again? <laughs> yeah, Balam. You guys remember Balam, right? I thought we were. What are we talking about? Good God. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't think of anything that I've done for. Well, that's good. If, if you're in a dry streak, just remember a dry streak, a desert in its own, right? If you're in a dry streak, just remember once you get out of it, don't worship any gods for it. Cause it turns out, you don't know. Turns out it, it doesn't matter. It might last for several years, which it looks like it did. Uh, but then uh, all of your distant relatives will show up and murder all of you. Apparently. Well, that's right. You're getting right to it. So they kill all the men of Midian, capturing all the women and the children. And after a short breather, God orders them to then slay all the little boys and then all the women who have ever slept with a man, which how do you, I mean, it, there were some hymen checks, I assume. There was some slut shit in there. <laughs> Good God. Harsh, harsh. Massacre harsh. of the people. Yeah, that's that's some yep uh that's a lot it's a lot god it's a why, lot to why do they have to capture them all first only to kill them after you could have just killed this, them all right away this is this is classic like uh old testament god he's just like i don't fuck around y'all nope you just time to die i'm a god of death and vengeance get get used to it this is a far cry from new testament jesus god who's like hey <laughs> hey, you fuck up hey yep. don't worry about it that's, don't that's, be a fig tree don't collect coins in the temple we're good yep, that's, that's, fine. That, that's new testament versus old testament old testament oh. is consumed by fire and new testament is i brought pizza let's have a good time guys come on it's it's not that internal life not that important we'll figure it out you got a whole th- i'm gonna do a whole thing don't worry i'll tell you later <laughs> god, oh. god. Yeah, that's I did not get that far in the book. I I guess this is one of the this might be what Bible scholars would call like, dude, you gotta get through the first part. Yeah, because there's this whole <laughs> wild shit that happens afterwards. I don't like I, I don't know. I got to Balaam and I was like, what's going on? Like, what is yeah, the donkey, like uh he can't curse. Like uh, Balaam, of course, like we didn't really mention it. Balaam is like, like they pay Balaam to like curse the Israelites, and he's like, Can't mm-hmm. try and He's like, get like actively like, yeah, I'm trying to put it. They, but only goods. St- and also apparently uh, if you put, a, according to the old Testament, putting a curse on someone, it just means saying mean shit about them. Right. Cause apparently a blessing is just saying like, yeah, they're great. Uh, they're going to rule yeah. everything. Hooray. This is the weird thing here where God tells, uh, pretty much says to Balaam that like anything you say about the Israelites, I will put into your mouth. So God is kind of like Jeff Dunhaming him. Like yeah. a ventriloquist And he's even straight up like talking to the king of Moab. Like, I can't say anything bad about them. They, he won't let me. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's also, 
good for Balam. That's a great way to get out of both of the situations of, uh, hey, um, I want you, yeah. I want you to kill these people because their god's really strong. And you're like, uh, what? And if their god comes to you, it's like, uh, yeah, God's making me say good stuff. So, <laughs> hey, I guess I go live in, gonna leave now. Don't I don't get killed, right? And like Balam, not Balam's not killed, right? He just like we just stop talking about him and he goes away. I mean, that'd be pretty great as a side character if he just shows up and he's between these two warring factions that are killing everything, and he just finagles his own way to just slip out. He's fucking... not. I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. I I've lived in the dead. Like I, I ride a donkey. I'm not a rich man. Okay, <laughs> I I just don't want to get stabbed over a tribe of people who I've literally never met. Yep, don't I don't even know anything about him other than oops their god came to me. No, he so. he just he just escaped and somewhere in a pot in the desert we have the gospel of Balaam and his talking donkey that would great have job. would have ended great. every war ever fought. But great no. great job buddy. I you know what? <laughs> I I couldn't have done it better myself. So proud of you. Proud of, proud of all the work you're doing. All right. So, so. Through, so we get through Midian yeah, we're we're, we're wrapping we it up got? here. We got the Reubenites and the Gadites request Moses assign them the land east of Jordan. That's where all this. There are still like about ten chapters left from where we are, but almost all of it deals with inheritance, and it's not even interesting for the time. If I was one of the Reubenites or the Gadites, I would not find it interesting either. Uh, they request Moses assign them the land east of Jordan. Moses says yes, as long as you conquer the areas west of Jordan. This comes to pass and the land is divided. Um, the only thing interesting here, Moses names Joshua as his successor because he's going to die in the next book. Moses orders the Israelites to exterminate the Canaanites and destroy their idols because I guess oh. they're not worried about giants anymore. Sure. And uh, shit, that's it. The only other thing we get here, and this could be interpreted as an environmental passage in the Bible, although he very specifically is referring to blood as okay. uh, do not pollute the land with blood for I live in this land. So pretty much God saying like, if, if we're going to be roommates, don't, don't, you know, dirty this place up. I want you guys to do your dishes, clean up your lamb's blood and murder all the Canaanites. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want it to be a land of blood. Like uh, God, how do you want us to fight this war? Like, Oh no, no. The war's going to happen after. I, I, there's going to be a lot of blood. Yeah, guys, don't do, worry. do what you have to after that. Keep it clean. Yeah, I, no, don't worry. Canaanites, last thing. Then best, best stuff. In the, I, I assume, like, yeah. So this is Deuteronomy. I'm, I'm again. I'm, I would what you would call a Bible scholar, uh, but I would, I would refer to myself as an extremely uh, bad Bible scholar. Deuteronomy is next. Is that yeah. when? What's that? That's the king. That's King Joseph, you know right? Joshua, yeah, it, something. It is going. Is that where this comes from? I'm not entirely I've, sure. I've, I've seen. Listen, I've seen a Bible. Okay. I'm just trying to see <laughs> what you know about the Bible. Um, I'll be honest. Here, I do not know a lot. I'm trying to pull up a summary of the Book of Deuteronomy because honestly, if I ever get around to this, it's going to be on Patreon or it's going to be a while from now. Uh, literally next month we're starting Harry Potter and that's going to eat up half a year of this podcast. Okay. So, so we're just going to stop. Deuter we just got to find somebody else to do Deuteronomy, I guess. And like I said, I think it'll be all right. Chapters one to four, they journey through the wilderness uh, and Moab. Okay. Yeah. They, they recall what they already did. 
We talk about the Ten Commandments again. It feels like we're really just like grab, talking about all the same shit. I'm not seeing a lot of action here. The very end, Joshua is installed as Moses' successor. Moses delivers the law to the Levites, ascends a mountain where he dies and is buried by God. And that's it. Oh, wow. So like we don't even, there's no payoff. Like numbers is like, it, numbers feels a lot like the Empire Strikes Back. Like, hey, dude, it's, we're ramping up. Right. And Deuteronomy is supposed to be uh, the return of the Jedi. And it's just not. No, like it, it's like I, I guess I guess I knew that I knew that they didn't take Israel. Right. They don't kill the Canaanites, do they? Uh, I mean, uh, they come to the promised land and I think that is it. I think that is where like they've probably. Well, no, I don't think they have uh, done it yet, just because I know the whole thing is that Moses dies right before they make it to the promised land of Israel. Huh. It's possible Moses dies at the end of that, and maybe it's the book after that, the book of Joshua, where they uh, do the actual killing. I I don't know. Sure, why not? Oh well, right. I mean, I guess I guess God does. Uh, this could be like a rewrite, but God does say like none of the people who are wandering right now are going to make it to Israel. So right, okay, he, sure. He needs, he Technically, needs to Moses an entire generation. Moses is one of those people. So mm. sure, why not? He doesn't doesn't get into the promised land. Why not? Let's see. That God. seems kind of shitty. That's a shitty thing for God. Like, hey, yeah, it was the guy. It was me, Moses. Like, I did the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I get to go, right? Like, pff, no. no. What? I told you the whole generation. That's you, idiot. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I, I feel meeker than ever. Oh, I'm so humble, though. It's fine. And okay. then, he, 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 got the, he got to bang that sweet Ethiopian wife. That and then time. also Moses had rock hard abs and a huge dick. <laughs> they talk we about his, that they talk about his staff quite a bit so hey it's uh the book of numbers again yeah i guess it's it gets better at the th- like three quarters of the way through yeah it's uh, like I, I i like the moab bite women seducing them but uh other than that like a, it's, a, it's a bit of a slog yeah it's there's not a lot like i said i definitely uh started skimming like even after like book i well i started skimming like book three after they were like and this family had this many and this family's like i don't need to know that that's nope. you know what well i'll just i'll get a summary of that i don't <laughs> who are these people it's like it's like reading a damn uh J.R.R. tolkien book is like okay i don't need to know any of these people right right no okay great let's just it's like the first chapter of, a, of the lord of the rings like who are these it's glimly son of Gloin. like nope hey. don't care the Hobbit, the Hobbits do a lot of wandering. Is it very possible that Frodo and Moses are one and the same? I, don't I think know. I would definitely think that this is. Uh, I think there's definitely like a, a Jesus kick to it. It's yeah. just not as literal as say, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Wine, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the G- the lion's Jesus. Yeah, it's like this one. Ah, the Hobbit's Moses. Like it is he? Hmm. And I mean, yeah. and if you if you were to take you know be the Hobbit that like. Promote. Why base so much of it on how numbers is written with all of the names and all of the people? Like, ah, eh, uh, yeah. <laughs> not nah, not a big deal. Anyway, all right. Was that um, that that that's the book of numbers? We did it. There, there it is. That is maybe the worst summary of the book of numbers anyone has ever put together. So, oh yeah, I, I think I think we did good. I think we I, did great. I'm, I'm sure very we happy did with anything, nope. and uh, we'll probably be getting a call from. The Vatican, pretty soon, I assume. Yeah, the, the, uh, for, for, for an attaboy. 
Come, come so, give us. Yeah. Hey, come on, come on down, guys. Whenever you're in Italy, come on to the Vatican. Yeah. Well, technically, you'll be in the Vatican. It's its own country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, you come, want an altar boy? Take him for a spin. Huh? 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 Right. Hey, careful with that joke. <laughs> it's very real, uh, and that's very scary. <laughs> I, I was an altar boy. I, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, sounds like a plan. I, I agree. All right, Zach, tell us again where we can find you. What you got coming up? You got it. Again, if you guys want to listen to my dumbass anymore, you can check me out across social media at Tugboat Sim uh, 2019. That's right. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, I guess. I'm never on that. Uh, Venmo. Venmo is a really good one to reach me on if you want to reach me on at Tugboat Sim 2019. Uh, Cash App also, same one. Hey, come on down. Give me some damn money. I am broke. Uh, Or you can also check me out in person in Philadelphia. Two shows coming up uh, August 3rd at Helium Comedy Club for my Philly's Funniest and August 4th at uh, Punchline Philadelphia Comedy Club uh, for the Punchline all-stars philadelphia all-stars it's gonna be a great night gonna be great fun and uh you know what i'll i'll take this time to go and write the rest of the great mistakes of history on spotify and across all the other stuff and we'll figure it out nice all right guys go check that out where you can zach thanks for being with us i'm gonna end this like every other podcast i'm gonna stop recording but you and i can talk for a second later we'll see you next bye week everybody harry potter later